0: Welcome back to another episode of The Road to Comrades, this is episode 8. Welcome to all new listeners and to those that have been listening along to the previous 7 episodes. I hope you've enjoyed them. If you have enjoyed them, please, we do ask if you can just head over to iTunes and leave a review. It just gets in front of those who might be interested in something else similar. Uh, Back on to episode 8. So in this episode we speak about all the usual areas we go through our weeks and what we've been doing um, in preparation, and we also touch on what planted the seed for comrades amongst all of us. So I hope you enjoy this episode with myself, Wayne, Darren, Sandy, and Jackie. Hello,
1: happy Sunday. Another,
0: another week down, another Sunday ready to go.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. I just sent you guys a photo of my high-tech recording studio. <laughs> <laughs> pretty garage. comfy though. Yeah, come. I've got a cup of tea and a hot cross bun coming soon so um, oh, that that was the, the part of the deal get out of the house with your excitement and I get to order a cup of tea and a hot cross bun oh, that's
2: a plan <laughs> I don't get any All of right. that
0: <laughs> alright shall we rip in Yeah. and uh, I think let, let me introduce it this way I, I've chosen someone to go first because I think she'll be um, Keen to share her story, so we have a 256 marathon this morning.
3: <laughs> Jackie, wow. congratulations!
1: Thank wow. you. I'm still
2: in nice. shock.
3: <laughs> nice, Jackie, solid.
0: Kick oh, us off you. with the start of your week, and then you get to the right to the crescendo of it.
1: Sorry, start from the, the week,
0: yeah, right from the start and get excited with you.
1: Oh, okay. So um, it was just the normal recovery run this week. Um, Let's have a look. So uh, that was 12Ks. And then I had on Tuesday two times 3Ks. Then Wednesday just a midweek long run of 12. And these were all pretty much solo runs. Um, So not much to report back on. And then – First day, yes, I went. Um, I did a six k down by the Scarborough Beach Parade, and um, I saw all the equipment was blocked off with red and white tape, and um, it was pretty eerie and windy. And but all the kite surfers were out, and that was pretty cool. And that was my last run before a very secret attempt at a sub three marathon today.
0: Cool. So, do you want to talk us through the secret attempt?
1: Uh, yes I can Um, so my lovely the the lovely human that is my coach has been um, helping his clients um, get some PBs and just to lift their spirits over the last week or so Um, and he, he had sort of told me to he had asked me on Tuesday what I wanted to do if I still wanted to do the 50 and I hadn't decided and then he said I know why don't we get that sub three out of the way? And I was like, oh <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> like um frightened emoji. You know, so I so, said, no, let's get it out of the way. So um so yeah, we did it. It was just the two of us. Um and um yeah, we just dropped water at two places around um Neil Hawk uh, Lake Joondalup, so 17 Ks around, so we ran that twice and then we did an out and back section so um yeah surprisingly strong again like at adu just really felt good and then um at when we turned around we had about four k's to go and he says look you know if you want to um it's not a it's not a um it's t- sub-three marathons in the bag. It's actually sitting at 2.57 at the moment, but we can make it at 2.56 if we drop the hammer. And I'm like, no, I'm okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he's like, no, well, let's just see. <laughs> let's just see because, you know, you're looking good. So we dropped it, and um, you know, we managed to finish at four minutes a K, the last four Ks, and it was just – just, it hasn't sunk in yet. I've just, it's just been such a barrier. So I just – um. Speechless.
0: <laughs> it just came together. I love, how, I love how you could actually talk at that pace.
1: Oh, um, oh no, I know. could talk. At, <laughs> <laughs> at the four-minute pace, I wasn't talking anymore. <laughs> but 4.15, I was still saying hi to the kids in the park. So, and I think that's when you thought, mm, all right, she's still got something in her. She's still chatting. <laughs> no peanut butter slugs, unfortunately. Oh, no. Just rice food. I had two peanut <laughs> <kinds of> foods. <laughs>
0: I've got a question. So seeing that it's not like, was there less pressure in the way this was done compared to like a fully fledged race? But then did that make it harder?
1: Uh, I don't know because I always just race myself. I don't race anyone. Yeah. Um, and I was petrified I, from fr- like, yesterday. I just couldn't concentrate. I thought I was getting sick. <laughs> so I had all the pre-race jitters um But I think just um, yeah, it, it was it was nice. I was I was more relaxed, um, and I never allow myself to be paced. I always run a race by myself. So I thought, well, it's not a race, so so let's do it together. You know, so I never run a full marathon with someone, mm. and I and I really thought it was was gonna well, it wasn't gonna that I was gonna struggle to get into a rhythm because I like to keep my own rhythm, and I. I find running in buses, I'm always, I always get like pulled along and like, like it pulls me out of my rhythm. So, yeah, but it, just, but it worked. I've never in my wildest dreams when I woke up this morning and it was drizzling and I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to call it off. It's raining. <laughs> 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 and then I'm like, well, drizzle's nice. There'll be less people on the path. I've got the positives. Um, but you just feel so lazy when it's, you know, when it's weather like this. So, if you had to say, I was just going to be happy with 25959. Five,
0: nine. <laughs> I could, um, so i had sent you a message just because I, I thought you were still doing a 50. And I could kind yes. of sense your like excitement and nerves as well. Yes. Um, yeah, but I'm glad you, you got it out of the way either way.
1: Yes, so now it's done, it's such a barrier. Uh, so now just waiting for a race. Well
2: done.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it was awesome. It's, I think it was like a very very special run today.
3: You know that means with that time, you know that means you 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 can confidently um, attempt a silver run there.
1: Yeah, yes, and, and mentally, because people had been saying, S- you need to do a sub-three marathon to get a yep. silver. So I think that in the back of my mind as well, I've been thinking about that. So, yeah. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> it's, all just, it's just what happens on the day now because, you know, anything can happen, but at least the, progression, the progress is there.
0: Do you think, like, actually doing a race now, like say everything is pushed to the end of the year,
2: yeah.
0: If you hadn't done this race, you, you would have gone back into like maintenance phase now, right? Yeah. And then you wouldn't have technically raced anything once you kick off again. But do you no. think getting this, we've all kind of done a race now, right? Like, or yeah. 42. Yeah. So does everybody also kind of feel that just getting that done now is like, oh, sweet, like tick yes. that box off and then you can actually okay. just train? It's almost like if you rewind back to November. Yeah. In a traditional sense, where you've come into the, you've got your qualifier end of the year before, and then you can turn the corner on January and just train.
1: Yeah, especially the last the last marathon in Perth was in October, so that was six months ago. Yeah, that was my last marathon was that yours? I, I remember seeing you there.
0: So I did, mm-hmm. oh, I did the one in March, but I did, yeah, that was my qualifier was October. Yeah. So my, if right, I didn't do March, yeah. then now Bunbury's not on, then potentially you don't race again until september so i think lucky enough like honestly to get one done in march because if you haven't raced like that might be somebody's only race for the year imagine how crazy that is that your only race for the year could be comrades yeah if it still goes ahead like (laughs) normally you do a marathon like bunbury marathon was right today
1: yeah, but you don't, and I think a lot of people don't. They get their qualifying race out of the way and then they don't really race until comrades. So it's quite a big chunk of your year that you're dedicating to comrades as well. Well, that
0: was my plan. My plan was because I had a qualifier, turn the year and just train. Yeah. And with Bunbury, was not even to do anything. I was just going to do a 21 there.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So I don't know. What does everyone else think? Like. Would you? Would you? I know, no, Wayne. You've got tests along the way, mm-hmm. but like Sandy, would you? If you had to qualify the year end of the year before, would you do a race that year? Uh,
4: well, yes, but the races would be as training, training runs, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, I was going to do Banbury, and that was going to be a training, training run as a race. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't have raced.
0: You wouldn't, Yeah, you wouldn't chase a race,
4: right? No. no. Well, yeah, we don't have that many to chase here, um, possibly in my younger years. And when I was doing Comrades back in the day, there, and there were so many races. Oh, yeah, I, I would definitely chase times and I would definitely try and um, up my ceiling, um, whether it was right or wrong. I don't know. Nobody ever told me, uh, well, yeah, you're doing the right thing or wrong thing. But generally there with the training, people, people would race, they would go out and race races, and people for better seating, better times, yeah. so, and it was just part of comrades training,
2: mm.
4: so yeah, you would still go out and race, but uh, you know, as I've gone along now, I don't, uh, you know, you make sure you qualify, and yeah, now, now I would just use it as a training run. Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. Mm. Cool, so what now, Jackie?
4: Um, I don't know now
1: <laughs> because I just wanted to get to to this day. So next week's a bit of recovery and get back on some runs. But, yeah, I need to decide. I don't know.
0: Shout out to Tony as well. He ran a marathon yesterday as well.
1: Well, he helped Ian with the PB. So he's been really busy.
0: <laughs> Back-to-back marathons. <Right>.
5: Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, <no>. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Hey, hey uh, Jackie. Yeah. Did you did you your coach just sprung this on you short I'm, notice? So you didn't I'm, really prepare for this um, race
1: no, either. No, no. Yeah, so he told me on Tuesday, and I said to him, "Well, I haven't done any um, like tempo runs or uh, for marathon training. We normally have like a long run, and then we include some sprint, you know, intervals and or like some you know faster like four ks in there." So I said, I don't, I haven't done any speed training or anything, um, and he said, no, you're you're in the form of your life. Trust me, like we can do this. I said, okay, <laughs> if you think I can, then.
0: <laughs> there's says a lot for an athlete coach relationship, though, like yeah. for you to say no. Well, I trust you, and I'm going to do it, and then for his relationship, his trust for you to be able to execute it as well.
2: Yeah.
1: No, it was just awesome. Now I trust him implicitly. He's just, just really amazing, and he's, he's just giving back to so many people now by running, saying, "Look, what do you want to do? Do you want to get a park or okay, you've been training for your your marathon. Let's do it. Let's run the marathon together." So that's awesome. It's very inspiring.
0: Darren, were you going to say something? Sorry.
5: Uh, uh, um, just this week, I've been sort of thinking about, yeah. You know, the preparation that the coaches put us through and, and tapering for the race, I, I sort of realised that how important it is to taper for for the race. So yeah. that just amazed me that, you know, you didn't have any of that and you straight <laughs> into it. And so that makes me think that you, you could accomplish a lot more. <laughs> yeah. You know, you could, be a lot, you, could, you could go faster than that. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: I had oh, no. that Hilly, that Hilly um, King's Park run. I forgot about that last week, Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that suits me. Maybe not tape yeah. too much.
0: Well, also, all those yeah.
2: those as well. Yeah.
0: You got one today <laughs> too, I think. Um, but I think you're right. You just touched on something there that maybe people over-taper. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to taper for three weeks in some sense, then you're almost like I was reading during the week that as soon as your race is finished, you should be pretty much almost falling off the cliff. Like your taper should be dead on and yeah. that's at your peak. And then almost in the immediate time to come afterwards, you know, you shouldn't run your best race or your marathon the week after.
2: Oh, All right. yeah. All right.
0: you, so you were running a 50 anyway, right? Yeah. So were you, was that going to be a race?
1: No, it was a training run. It was probably a little bit faster than comrades.
2: Mm. No,
1: no, it was going to be slow. No, it was going to be comrades' place, I think.
2: Okay.
1: And then because we we were going to do the sixty-five k next weekend. Yeah.
0: Okay. Hmm. Oh, congratulations! Yeah.
3: Thank you. Um, Yeah. Oh, Jackie, I believe you. You can. You can. That time, you can definitely ping that down. Looking at your shorter distances, you've definitely been it down. Question I want to ask, uh, Jackie, yeah. how, how do you pull up? How's the legs?
1: actually feeling really good as well. Um, just my, um, just, where is it? Just my calves, the lower part of my calves are a little bit stiff, but I'll just do some stretches tonight, but I'm actually feeling surprisingly good. It's all a bit surreal, to be
3: honest. <laughs> that's, that's all a good sign too. Yes.
1: Yeah. And to be able to to um to push it for the last four k's was yeah that was a good feeling too so yeah
3: now awesome that's what i looked i saw you at the end of it i saw you picked it up i said well done you <laughs> definitely had plenty in the tank there
1: yeah oh uh, no, no i just i'm stoked i'm really really
3: stoked do you know what you went through halfway in, uh, Jackie, your split? Uh, um, just August roughly. Time. I
1: think it was, I think we were aiming for 129, but I don't know.
0: 127, 22. Oh, okay. We were fought. I just, I went to go look at your last few splits. <laughs> the, the goal
1: was, was, you didn't tell me. I didn't want to know what we were running. And
0: so I, yeah. I didn't watch. I didn't watch. <laughs> nice one, Owen. <laughs> Big <laughs> so,
3: Brothers watching
0: <weren't> <laughs> and that's your third fastest half marathon, you know, so you know, you've obviously gone quicker,
1: yeah, and that's the thing because a lot's happened in the, since the last marathon, you know when i when I was saying to Justin, it's been six months, you know, like so much training has happened since then, so and I think with mm-hmm. comrades, you don't get to you know you don't get to um realize the gains you know, while you are training for comments. You've got to wait until it's finished, you recover, and then normally yep. the, the marathon season begins in August, uh, yeah, or July, yeah. June, July. Well, that's
0: and why that's it's a, almost like a two-year process, right, yeah. where you're going to reap the rewards. Like one season, like you're not going to really get the rewards of it until the next time around. Yeah. So your last 5Ks? Let's go from thirty-eight K. <laughs> so <heart rate. laughs> I've got it open here. Um, four o seven, four
2: ten, four o three, three fifty-eight,
0: three fifty-nine, three fifty-five. <gasps> yeah, so I was 355. A... <laughs> yeah, pretty sharp.
2: Yeah.
0: Your heart rate was impressive as well. Like
2: yeah,
1: no, normally, it's a lot higher. I normally run at one seventy all the way. So I didn't. I must have been. Must be in good shape.
4: Hmm. And no medal and no t shirts at the no, end of We'll just give you a big pat on the yeah.
5: back. <laughs> well done.
1: Yeah, one. Oh, it was like a silent marathon. <laughs> but it was yeah. awesome.
0: <laughs> cool. Nice. Uh Thanks. Sandy.
4: Well How's your week. Do, do I have to go next after that? <laughs> 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 that's cool, I did about the whole week what Jackie did in the day today <laughs> uh, now I've had a good week um, I've, I've, as I said last week I was just going to cut back completely uh, my days of my racing are, are, are pretty much a thing of the past and I run to enjoy it so this week I had my 5k a day on board and I've loved absolutely loved my running the whole week so uh, it, it was a great motivator to to put this in place and i'm so glad i did it and i just love going out every morning running that 5k running it at quite a nice quick pace which uh, i probably don't ever run sort of that quick and if, if i'm running further so yeah and i just i stuck to that i did my 5ks a day um, midweek I did an extra five and today I did an extra five I was wanting to actually do 15 today but it, I ended up going a little bit too late and it was quite hot so we just called it and yeah so I've, I've done 45 for the week I was said said that I wanting to do 50 a week but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it and I've, I've really found enjoyment and the love of running and just running those 5Ks again. You've got to remember, I was a sprinter in my youth, okay, so in my younger years, so long distance is, is not a real natural thing for me, it's something that I've had to learn to do, um, so it's, it's uh, yeah, so for me to be able to go out and do things a little bit faster again is is actually quite enjoyable, I'm, I'm going to say I am enjoying it. Yeah, that was my week. Cool, Awesome.
3: Why not? Yeah, um, I've had a, a good week. Another good week. Um, just um, sort of um, trying to stay conditioned, as such. Um, I did um, stick to my uh, promise, my word, uh, in joining Sandy and yes, thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> <Of course. laughs> well done. Uh, and 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 in getting involved in the pledge to run uh, an additional 5k a day to everything I, I did and I actually Sandy I actually enjoyed it honestly enjoyed it and I look, look forward what? to it mm-hmm. I looked forward to it and I actually uh, you know when I finished the one session I kept saying "Oi, keep something because you, you know you've got Sandy's 5k <laughs> and um, you know it's always good just to just to mix it up which was really really good um, I also got lots of feedback from lots of texts, lots of messages asking me who the heck is Sandy <laughs> <laughs> and what is this Sandy thing? Because they all think I've I've got a new lady or something like that. Yeah, because no, all my followers are wondering what's sandy who's sandy so and, and a lot of them they don't want to go on strava so they come through whatsapp or text and and they're all asking me what's sandy who's Sandy? because they haven't heard about sandy or so i had to explain the whole thing and the pledge I, honestly i went through it about 25 times this week so i said look if you want to know more about sandy her surname's rue and this is who she is and you can check it out and but I explained the whole thing and I said, yeah, yeah. don't bombard Sandy. Don't bombard me. So anyway, <laughs> no, no. Um, and I had uh, to do more this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they did. Because a few of them thought I'm making it up. I said, no, no, I'm not making it up. I promise you. This is, uh, you know, it's it's running for the others who can't around the world. And, and that's what um, Sandy is doing. And I, I said I'd commit to doing it. Anyway, that's that's what that was about. And um. I've got another 14 days to go, Sandy, so I'll stick to that, no yeah. doubt. Now you're welcome. Yeah. No, you're welcome. Um, so, yeah, I started the week with a, a nice, easy um, sort of 10 mile. and then, uh, like I say, after each session, I did an, uh, just a 5K sort of cool down. Um, and then, yeah, uh, same thing, got into Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, we did a, a bit of leg work, which is something I haven't done for a while. So we played around with a bit of speed, which was nice, just to introduce a bit of speed. Uh, This has been the first time in a while that I've played with some speed, um, just to mix it up and and see how the legs feel. Um, And then uh, Wednesday had a longer run, 24k, um, and that was also nice and easy, uh, followed by um, my uh, 5k cooldown. And then uh, again, what was it, Thursday, um, we did more of a... um, Uh, Threshold running, I call it. So we played around with speed. It was pretty intense, uh, but I really enjoyed it. um, The 10k session that we had, Um, and and it was just nice just to play again with with some speed, uh, which I haven't done for a while. And then, same thing Friday, um, pretty similar, just a 15k run. And then, Saturday, I just just did the 5k pledge. Uh, And then, this morning, um, uh, with social distancing, everything in place, uh, I had a a good teammate, of agent. We we just decided to uh, do a long run along Brisbane River, so we covered 40 k's today and um, just nice and steady, and uh, so yeah, I did 35 plus five for Sandy, so I did 40 k there in total. So um, yeah, it was just a nice run. Um, just again, just ticking over and, and and feeling really comfortable. My I can feel the fitness is there. Um, heart rate's nice and controlled, and uh, feeling strong. And I yeah. Um, Still, we were just talking about it today because um, Adrian, a friend of mine, we ran today. We were supposed to run London in three weeks' time. And we both said, you know, what if, what, if, you know, because uh, he feels also he's feeling quite good as well and, and quite strong. Um, so I said, no, we'll just keep working and see what happens. And he's, he's worried about me because of comrades. He says, mm-hmm. Oh, all this work, what are we gonna do? And I said, No, no, no whatever happens, happens. We just yeah.
2: mm-hmm. tick each
3: tick tick the boxes and, and, and we just stay conditioned. Uh, we don't know what the future holds, but we'll we'll mm-hmm. certainly kick kicking towards that. So, um a very good week. Um and yep, the social distancing is quite interesting because you see lots of people being quite creative out there mm-hmm. on the footpaths <laughs> and uh yeah, it's it's interesting times. So um uh, but I'm enjoying it, no doubt, absolutely. Yeah. Is that lap swine, or did you? Is that out and back? This morning. Yeah. No. So that um, we've got um, it's called Brisbane River City Runners have a clubhouse um right in West End. So what we do is we start from there, and that's a 5k loop. So we run out 5k, uh, and that's right along South Bank in Brisbane, which is oh, this morning we left just after five. It was pretty quiet. By the time we finished the first lap and go back at about 6 o'clock, so it's 5K out, 5K back, so we did four loops. Um by the time we come back for the second one, it was crazy. Just people everywhere. Um, so obviously lots of cyclists, lots of runners. So you've got to be careful, watch your way. Uh, but we're very familiar with the whole – it's a wide, quite a wide footpath. So, yeah, that's it's a 5K loop that we do.
2: Sure.
3: Cool. Nice. No? Any questions?
1: No, I did think I was I was concentrating on my form. Thanks, uh, thanks, Wayne. <laughs> while I was yeah. while I was running up the hill, I was like, right, you got to do
3: this. So yeah, you kept that in mind. Nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, awesome. That's that, that's what it's about. That's why you got that two fifty sixty. Yeah, there we go.
2: <laughs> I also think so.
0: No, I'm teasing. <laughs> Be mindful, Darren. Let's hear it.
5: (coughs) Oh yeah, okay. My internet's playing up a little bit, but anyway, we'll deal with that. Um, my my week gone is um well Sunday after after the podcast, I went out and did five um for Sandy and Darren. uh, And um, I because I made this. Um, you know, a bit of a pledge to to do that every day, but that didn't I didn't manage to carry that through the week, so a bit disappointing. But um, Monday I did um, just an easy ten k's, and then I whacked on the um, first five k, or oh, a five k, which was my first double run day, and um, I thought, oh, well, this is not too bad, I can handle this. And um, then Tuesday we did hills, which was West Street and uh, Wairoo and um, that's probably the steepest streets we get around here which which was I was pretty pleased with and then I um, did another five after that in the afternoon for another double run day and um, Wednesday come along we um, did a midweek half marathon at uh, 512 pace and that wasn't too bad that ended my double run days. So I sort of, um, cause during the week the, our work pressures have been getting stronger and stronger. And um, I think everyone's trying to push things fearing a, um, a lockdown or a tighter lockdown. So we've been under the pump big time and that seems to affect your running a fair bit when you've got other pressures. Yeah. Um, Thursday, I went out and um, I did twelve k's with um, a twenty-minute or five-minute warm-up and then a twenty-minute tempo. And um, as I was running along, someone coming the other way um, says, "Hi, Darren." He said, I don't know this guy, so I went and listened And I've got no contact with him at all, and he's—he must be listening to the podcast. So I thought that was. That was pretty good. <laughs> considering he's from South Africa, I figured, yeah, that's the only way he's going to know me. And, uh, yeah. So, and I, I assumed he was pretty chuffed to um to say my name and not know I didn't know him. So, anyway, <laughs> so I'm looking for you, Rui. Anyway, um, um, Friday come along, and I was going to do ten and. I just sort of run out of bloody, I don't know enthusiasm, and I, I did seven k's at um, about five twenty three so I still just didn't really feel like doing that extra three. Um, but and Saturday come along, I thought you know I might do fifty. I said I'd do fifty to some people, and when it come to setting the alarm clock, I changed my mind and um and I, I still I still got up at um, well, I got down there at three o'clock and um, I put in 30 um, 20 of it with an, with another guy and I was heading for 35 but um, he he was struggling a little bit and it only took somebody to say you know how about we cut it short and that's it we're cutting it short <laughs> and um, so we came back at 30 so I I go from someone who used to run on my own all the time to Seriously dependent on other people to um, keep my running going, it seems. Um, I finished the week with 98, and then whatever I go out and do this afternoon. Um, do you want to hear about the, the week ahead?
0: Uh, well, yeah, what do you got?
5: Uh, it's, it's, it's not exciting yet. But anyway, we've just got an easy 10 on Monday. Some um, George Street Hills on Tuesday, which is pretty steep. It's a, a nice circuit. Um, another midweek half marathon, and, and which, which I was just wondering if I should sort of try to push it a lot faster on the midweek marathon or half marathon. Um, then Thursday, we've got 11Ks of um, speed, which is just um, four times 1K with a two-minute recovery. And easy seven on Friday and then 40 or five hours on Saturday. Hmm. And that should give us close to 100 for the week again.
0: So you're not dropping off now, right? You're just gonna keep going.
5: Yeah, I'm really just doing what's been dished up to me, and and I, yeah, I think I'm just keep going. And um, you know, I, I I haven't been the novice. I haven't done all this before, so I figured it's not going to hurt me too much. It's only going to build me up. And oh, yeah. And then when, when a date gets announced, if it changes, which we're pretty sure about, um, then I can then I can reanalyse what I have to achieve. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. When is that the 16th they're announcing? So that's, yeah,
0: yeah, which yeah. is...
4: Cool. <laughs>
0: and then end of September is 18 weeks from then, isn't it, Sandy, I think?
4: Yeah, it's basically you from the date they announce it, if it's... September October it's like resetting to beginning of January again
0: so essentially you lose two weeks or three for a taper we got two weeks to go from now till then mm. you pretty much it means you got to stay up for yeah. 18 weeks
4: mm. oh I, I feel like I need to say to Darren um, that first of all you know, don't lose hope in this. You will get to run your first, comrades. Yeah. <laughs> it will happen. Um, <laughs> you, whichever, even if it doesn't happen this year and it only happens the following year. I mean, I can only imagine that it, it's just incredibly disappointing for you. So, And I'm sure to many other novices out there that may be listening as well. But you know what? It it will happen. Your, your turn will come and, and it, it will happen. I do, however, feel that at the moment, yes, you're a novice and yes, you learn, yes, you trying to still keep up. It, but you might just need to change it up a little at the yeah. moment because it's very difficult to keep up that that peak training for, for too long. And you wouldn't know that yet um, mm-hmm. because you don't have the experience. But it might just be time to just cut it back a bit. Enjoy some stuff again. Don't let the running drag you down. Don't let yeah. the long distances drag you down at the moment. If you're not feeling them, change up the program. No matter who's saying what, change program
0: yeah i'd almost so, go back uh, to week one of a marathon pro- like where you started this year hey like and go yeah just not because you're you're putting 100k weeks together now like to do that for another 18 weeks is i don't know it's a big ass a
3: big ask. Yeah. but yeah. then um yeah just I'm you know, just I, in looking I, at that time tr- you're
5: right i was i was really just trying to get myself up to a certain level and- mm and then I can, you know, I can let it drop off a little bit and
0: it should be easier to get back there. But, um... but you remember it's periodised, right? So in a traditional comrades program, you're, say, starting in January, what traditionally people would do, and you're periodizing the whole way through and you get into June. And then essentially you'd drop off and then you'd go again towards the end of the year. But now, where are we sitting? We're sitting in April. If you're periodizing now, where are you? Where's your drop off between now and September? Like your whole year, well, if you're looking at a graph, it's almost got to go in a wave. Where so if you're looking at in a graph that is just going straight up like a rocket, it's very no, hard to kind of keep that.
3: I think with where Darren is at the moment, uh, Dar- Darren, that thirty k run that you did yesterday. Um, and did you wear a heart rate monitor? Was that an optical heart rate, or did you have a strap on? No, I no, just, just, I didn't have a strap on. I had a no, a no. One. I mean, yeah, <laughs> chest strap. <on>. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I gotta watch you. Gotta watch what you say. Ah, chest strap. Okay, you had the optical one. Why am I asking? <laughs> yeah, how do I come back from that? <laughs> um. No, I am asking Darren is is because your your effort there seemed – I mean, you obviously had everything under control because you still picked it up in the end. Remember today, Darren, you and I were supposed to run in Canberra. Um, if, if if everything was in the, if, if everything was still basically normal, um, when you finished that thirty, do you think if you had the motivation, you you could have still got gone and done another twenty or so? Uh,
5: I I think I think I could have. Um, but not well. Uh, and, okay. And that, that's when not while well, I was thinking about the, yeah, you know, the the preparation that we normally do for a race and okay. know, the the tapering. That, yeah. And because the week before I did feel that I I was I would have, going to do well in Canberra. For, okay. Do well in my mind. And yep. um, I, yeah. So that was sort of disappointing that it didn't happen.
3: And but you know why I'm asking is, but it
5: is a lot harder to motivate to go and
3: do that on your own as well yeah no no and th- why i'm saying is maybe that could be even just doing the 30k run could be a blessing in disguise because the 50 would have been telling your body oi, something big is coming soon so you know yeah. you know you you obviously just put down where you're at at the moment in, in my opinion to 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 just keeping it running you know stay conditioned and yeah. um, you know the longer stuff don't don't even worry but you know obviously if things aren't going ahead um just yet you, you don't sort of worry about that just yet um because it's when you introduce the 50 and k plus runs um or the longest runs that you obviously you prep in the body for for the big day you know so i feel mate lo- looking at your running um you in great condition excellent condition um and and certainly if you had motivation on your side um like you said um you could certainly i mean if comrades was now in june um, if it goes ahead, I reckon you'd kill it. You'd still go well. So the fact that you haven't sort of done anything real serious long, um, mate, it's a blessing in disguise. I reckon um, your body's still in that building phase. So you're in a good place.
5: So so we need to go out and get a sub three or something. and We can do that. I, I, I don't see myself capable of that, but um, yeah, that, that's why that's why I was thinking, you know, maybe give it a push on the half marathon and just make myself happy or something. Yeah, get, a, get a yeah. Mm.
3: Just just to mix it up.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's so, it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like you're like look at your weeks and they're unreal, like, and you're not even putting and it's not like you get to the end of the week and go, oh, I'm cooked around a hundred k's. Like, you're going again the next week, which is such a good sign, right? Like, your slab of foundation is awesome.
5: Yeah, well, it kind of does feel like that, that there's no relief. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, no. but you're not
0: knackered, though, right? Like, no, you're no. you're just absolutely building this house. Like, yeah.
5: and, and that's why I was thinking to keep, just keep keep it up there. So I don't drop off, and then okay, you got to start again. Yeah, know.
0: but if you look at Wayne, like Wayne's kind of doing that, but also changing it up, right? So now he's dipped into speed, and like he's still getting, you're still getting your mileage, but in different ways. Hey, Wayne.
3: That's correct. Yeah. So, and that's why even throwing in Sandy's five k sort of just just you know gave it a nice sort of a, a blend, just to, just to mix it up, you know. So a bit of speed. Um, you know 5k after the run which is after I've cooled down which felt real good so um, just just mixing it up but like I said I'm still staying conditioned and ticking over the, the miles every week yeah.
1: So Wayne, can I ask you what's the longest run you're going to do until the announcement or is, say if it um, yeah, for the next say two weeks it, it, is it going to be marathon yep. like we've done today?
3: No so basically so Myself running 40ks every week. My long run is is nice and comfortable, real comfortable. Um, I, it's not so much about the um, uh, the distance; it's more the time. So, oh, okay. The co- coach has got me doing two and a half hour runs every long weekend. So, okay. if if I only manage 35, yeah, that's fine, you know. But okay. I'm obviously playing with race pace and looking at different things. So um, that's why I've been continually sticking to my long runs because that, that's your bread and butter. So yeah. I do the long midweek long run and I do, the um, obviously, yes. the, the long run on the weekend. So the next two weeks, oh. that's what I'll do the same thing. I'll just um. throw in the long runs and, and as long as they're feeling easy, I, I'll just do them because, you know, good to go. But obviously, if comrades are still going ahead, then that's a game changer. <laughs> then we got to <laughs> look at stepping it up. So obviously, um, yeah. Uh, yep, th- so I'll just keep it the same way for the next two weeks and then see what happens. Okay. I'm like a kid in a candy store.
4: <laughs>
0: Sandy, I cut you off before.
3: Did you want to have anything else to say?
4: Oh, no. Can't remember. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Um, I'll go. Mundo started in the traditional way from the week before and uh, hit snooze and had an extra sleep in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I went out for a nice easy run in the afternoon and I, uh, yeah, it was nice just to get out along the coast. Uh, Tuesday I got the session done, so I did the four by a mile with the 400 float and I kind of had to hold back a bit. So I'd, the plan was to do it 10 seconds quicker than marathon pace and I went at 15 seconds. Um, and in the float I pretty much went 15 seconds slower than marathon pace so that was just nice to get into a good rhythm I, I think the one mile reps are like the best workout you can get because you just absolutely get rolling and you get into that zone you know like that tempo zone mm. of you're just covering the ground like so nicely yeah um yeah so that was cool in the afternoon I went out for five k's and I did my five k's for the Um, the lockdown crew, um, got on board, got inspired by Sandy and Wayne. Oh, Uh, I'm the only one. I was feeling the pressure. I was like, I need to get on board here. Um, And then Wednesday I was like, right, we're going out in the morning, but I've been getting these ocular migraines and I normally get one every six months or so, but now they've been almost every fortnight. I'm not sure if everyone gets them, but you kind of get flashes of light and then your eyes flicker for about half an hour. No. Um, and I I do need to now go get this sorted out because they've been happening too regularly. So, and you get this headache that almost lasts for about a week afterwards. Um, well, so I So, yeah, I need to get this looked at now. So, I've pushed on with it a bit too much, but in the last six months, they've been happening almost every fortnight. Wow. So... Yeah, just a little bit of something, you know, when you start doctor Googling and oh, no, all don't. the extremes, and I was like, no, <laughs> yeah, Tanya's don't. sitting there going, just go to the doctor like you should have done from day one. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and you've checked but, yeah.
1: all obvious things like your eyesight.
0: And... Well, I think I need to go get some blood tests just to check where my iron and everything is at as well. Um, I had a referral and I left it in the back of the car. So, yeah. again, one of those... Not yeah, do as not. I say, do as I do kind of things, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. So any clients out there listening, just <laughs> stop, don't. Stop yeah. running your medals on. <laughs> hey. Oh, is this, no, it's on the back on. seat. I think Blair's even gone. What's that, Dad? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I need to. I just want to get everything checked because I've been doing a fair bit of mileage. Um, and just I always like to get one done at the side of every here just to see where, like, I oh, am zinc all that kind of stuff sits um because it's good it's a good way to relate it to your training um so i'm not sure if anyone has got one before but i do recommend going in and just getting some blood tests done because there might be something that is really out and that could be the answer to why you're Mm -hmm. feeling a certain way um yeah so i'll get that sorted this week and i can report back on the next chat Mm, thursday i had a tempo sorted so i still had like this dull headache but it, it allows you to do things. You know, it just feels like you're hungover. So I was like, right, I'm going to go out and just – I need to get out and get some air. Did 8Ks at marathon pace uh, for my tempo um, and then finished with six times 30-second heels. Uh, we just – I live on a hill, so it's quite good. But the reason why I did it is because my glutes weren't firing throughout the whole run. Like, my yeah. tempo, I was really pulling through my quads and my whole body was rocking. Like, I was using – Everything to get myself over the little hills on my route.
1: Except your glutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, the glutes, like, glutes just weren't firing. I could feel it on every little rise that my glutes were just like sitting like jelly. Um, so I thought, no, let me just have short, sharp heels. And they've like fired in on probably the second one. They really got going. So I'm glad I kind of did that. But it kind of put a nail in the coffin of getting some mobility and Functional stuff back in. So I this in the afternoon I did some mobility work just with some bands and resistance. And yeah, my mobility. I think I put a thing on Strava when it was like Osterunt, it was a Springbok prop from years ago. I was it was just bad. For like my hips were so locked up. <laughs> I did the 90, 90, 90 degree test. I'm not sure if you guys know what that is. Like okay. to test your hip mobility. Oh um and it was just out like I was leaning to one like I couldn't even get close to 90 degrees on both sides um so that was just a good indicator like from what Wayne said last week it's just a good indicator to know that certain feelings are actually there and they have an outcome so it just meant that's why things weren't firing is because my mob- yeah. my mobility is off and I'm like a pretzel so this week we got a bit of a household challenge where a We're going to do a daily Pilates session. Um, So once Blair goes down, we're going to do 20 minutes or half an hour every day just to kind of get into the zone of things. Uh, Friday, I went and did the normal Friday loop with no mates. So I did it by myself. I had to duck into the office and then I got to Kings Park, which is pretty much five minutes away from work. And I pushed the hills. So that was the plan was just to punch hard on the heels and go easy on the ups and the downs. Um, and I felt good, like, like really good. So that was probably a good sign. Cause I kind of started feeling like the fitness was going, you know, after last week I did a big weekend and it just felt like I had, you know, that feeling after you've run a marathon and then the weeks after you feel so unfit.
2: Yeah.
0: I had that feeling in the middle of the week. Even though i had done the tempo and the intervals, I just still I don't know, it felt like it was going, like it was running out. Yeah. Um, and then Friday night I got an awesome message from um, Neil Cruikshank, so Neil listens, um, and he just said, mate, do you want to catch up for a duo run? And I'd kind of been doing everything solo for about a month, and I just jumped on it. I was like, yep, let's do it. Don't care where we go, how far we go. Let's do it. We're going. Um, And yeah, we just, we rolled around our favorite loop and we got going. Like we pushed every hill. um, We stopped for a photo and then we got going again. But we had a chat about everything that's going on, like work, family, before we knew it, 16Ks in the bank, nice and steady. It was like a tempo, about 16Ks worth. Um, And we kind of, we do train really well together. I think 'cause we're both competitive as hell, um, so the two of us, we are like we are each other's probably best training partner, um, but then we'd almost wouldn't want the other one to finish one step before the other. Like I think we could both probably admit that, but we have a laugh about it. Um, but yeah, there's always good banter, and I'm pretty grateful that he just reached out and was keen. So I think over the next few weeks, fingers crossed, we're allowed to keep in pairs. Um we'll try and get out and just keep it sixteen to twenty fives, I think. So yeah, that was my week. Solid. Yeah. So I not like this week we'll play around with speed. So I was already gonna do some four hundreds on Tuesday. Um so probably get about ten or twelve of those in and yeah, like you said, Wayne, like it's time to play around with some other stuff, but still keep the mileage. So I'll try and average seventy K weeks still, which mm-hmm. is not like, I can pretty much just roll through those now consistently.
3: Um, and how are your legs feeling, um, Owen, or how are you feeling post? Maybe you've, it's been two weeks or three weeks or so since you did the marathon?
0: Like, like really good. Like, there's no residual. It was, it's just more of a feeling that I had lost the endurance. Okay, um, yeah. But I think that's just more mental, you know, because once you're going, you just go. And I think mental fatigue also was a massive factor in that. Um, Uh But no, I I feel like it's January in terms of how fresh I feel. I ticked over 1,000 Ks yesterday. And Mm -hmm. my previous comrades, I think I did 1,300. And then one before that was 1,200. So to get that done in April already... I was on for my aim was to get about a thousand five hundred and by June I should still get that easily. Anyway, like that's, you know, I reckon I'll do about a 300 K month
3: mm-hmm. and
0: then yeah, May is another 300 K month. So
3: yeah. Nice work.
0: It, it is. It's funny though. Cause I'm just basically what you said and what Sandy said as well. Like it's, it does, t- it's a long process you know, this might be just an accumulation of two years worth of running,
2: you know, like Sandy,
0: like from where we were even 2016, 17 to... It's just all builds, right? It's like putting bricks on bricks on and then now you might reap the rewards. So, I don't know. It's just one of those things that... it's It's a long campaign. And if September, say, that was the date, then you also... Don't want to get there overcooked. That's my biggest concern, I think. And just now play around and then treat it like it's January again when we get to the middle of April.
2: Mm.
1: Okay. Groundhog Day.
0: Yeah, because I think you don't want to have a – like right now, I sat here when I was writing up my notes for this and I was like, oh, jeez, I still feel like I left the marathon out there at the start of March. But like And it's always going to be like that, right, until I run another yeah. one. Like right now, I still feel like I left a race out there a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could be a good thing because if I absolutely slaughtered myself a few weeks ago, I might have had to take a month or a month and a bit off running. Yeah. Yeah. But it's never going to go away. I'm always going to. So maybe I think I need to set up like a 5K, like a time trial. Yeah. Um, so probably in two weeks, I'll just do a 5K time trial and go for a PB. Because you've got to get wins, right? Like I remember Wayne saying, just get some little wins. That's it. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, for a 5K. Give me a 50K any day. But I'm-, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: so
0: scared <laughs> of that, okay? Maybe we should do a virtual a virtual 5K. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Everyone chases a 5K. Or chase your... Like you pick your distance and how it works into your plan. Mm. And you run a PB in that distance. Because it gives you something to hit. Like what Darren is saying now. Yeah. Like... You know, give him something. So if you want to do a twenty-one, yeah. Darren, like draw up a twenty-one and race a twenty-one and like get a victory.
4: Man's yeah. going to be a two K. <laughs> 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 At least half <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we've, we've pretty much chewed up an hour just based on our week here. Um, we have got a couple <laughs> of questions. <laughs> We'll go to the one point that was brought up. Um, this is quite good, like Sandy thought it would be good to discuss this, but um, what planted the seed in comrades? So, Sandy, seeing that you, it was your point, do you want to go first?
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, my my comrade seed got planted at a very young age. I was only six years old when I was introduced to comrades. In those days, we didn't even have television. We listened to it on the radio so it was uh, quite a uh, quite a novel memory that i have um, of my first comrades and i i had m- met someone on my first day of grade one and just became lifetime friends and her uncle was running comrades and so we woke up at five o'clock to listen to the cockro and the and the, the, the all, all the chariots of fire and everything on the radio and i remember it very clearly uh, from that morning, actually saying, Oh, I want to run this race one day. And that's how early my seed was planted for Conrad. And when I think back on it, it's 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 unbelievable that I, I took so many years to actually then run it. So that's where my question came from. It's like, when was when did the seed when was your seed planted? Like, yeah, I want to run this race. And and then to actually get to do it because from there on I mean I watched Alan Rob was was my absolute hero for years because he ran in my suburb I remember like someone would see Wayne running around and um, all all over where your suburb is Alan Rob was like that and, and he used to run training red socks and I remember watching him all the years that I grew up I, I watched Alan Rob training and I mean he went on to win a then when I was a teenager. So it was always in combat, it was always a big part of me. Then I went to Peter Maritzburg University um, and I got to actually watch it. So I watched them run past me at the start. But in all those years, I'd been a sprinter, like I said. So it took me a, a, a long time to eventually go through a whole life of um, good times bad times and I'd been through quite a a big trauma in my life um, in my 30s and it was pretty much that I think that I I, I started leading a bit of a bad life probably drinking too much partying too much trying to um, drink away pain I suppose at that stage and and it was eventually it was like it wasn't at a party and someone said to me challenged me he was a comrades runner and he said well you know you know, we were talking running and I said no I'm too old now and I mean I was by then I was sort of late into my 30s and he said no you're never too old and basically challenged me to run comrades and my, I ended up running my first comrades when I was 39 years old and that all came from a it was pretty much a, a, a party, drinking, carrying on, and that's where my my comrades' challenge actually started. And I thought, you know what, if I change my life, I can still do this. And yeah, that's that's what I did. I started running, put the shoes on, and I knew there was only one way to do it, and that was just to train and run. And I found myself some friends. I joined a, a running club. And I, I didn't even I mean I couldn't in those ten K's was crazy. And my sister said, you know, they'll wait for you. Just only just don't let your shoelaces come loose. <laughs> and is that's the only time they won't wait for you. So I'm like, Okay and I went out and ran ten Ks thought I was gonna die. And and yeah, six months six months later, I ran comrades, which is not the best advice for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't be, you know, it was like crazy. I had ITV and all kinds of things. Um, I've got many stories, as you can imagine. But um, yeah, so I, I and that's how I, so I did the training. Took advice from everybody around me as a novice, and and and. Did, did the run and eventually Alan Rob gave me my green number when I ran my tenth. So it was the most special moment. Wow. That's another story, but I'll save that one. But yeah, he I saw him on the run and I said to him, Oh, you're supposed to be giving me my number at the end. And he said, Oh, I may still do that. And when I ran in, there he was. So he <laughs> gave me my number on my tenth run. So yeah, that was my my, my seed was planted at six. And I ran my first one at 39. So it's quite a long, long period in between the two. And that's what made me think, ah, everybody else got to theirs. So, yeah, that's wow. a story.
0: Wow. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Darren, let's hear from you because this will be an interesting perspective. <laughs>
5: uh, well, kind of. <laughs> um, I, I didn't even know about comrades, to tell you the truth. And um, uh. Yeah, you know, we have a coffee at, at Running Club and um, Sandy is always talking about comrades. And it's like, what is she saying? Con- comrades or comrades? What is that, you know? And um, she's always talking about it. And we'd be running along and she'd disappear. And sure enough, the comrades, she recognised someone with a comrade's shirt on or something and she'd be chasing <laughs> after them to say hello. And, and it's <laughs> still wondering what this comrade's thing is. And, um, and, and then she... That was well, last year, sometime, and she say, started um, saying, "No, oh, you guys should should come along." And we, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're we're in that, we're in that," without any real regard for what it is. And um, and then a few months passed by, and and she's telling Sandy's telling us that it's, "Oh, you know, you can get your ticket now." And say, "Oh, oh, okay." Well, I'm not not real hundred percent sure now. So, just keeping that to myself, and <laughs> and um and we were a bit apprehensive about going over to Africa, and and you know we don't know what the story is there. Is it safe? And you know are we going to be able to do this? It's a long way. So so I sort of undernapped, and, and and then of course the international ticket's not cheap, and so I, I missed the cutoff on the to buy a ticket, and it's like. Of course, as soon as I've missed the cutoff, that's when I decide. Yeah, I think I'll do this. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is pretty common for me. And um, so Sandy sort of helped me organise um, to get a ticket. And um, but once I have asked that question, that's it. I'm committed because she's gone to trouble now to um, oh. help me get a ticket. And like, that's the well, entry. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> and, and there was there was a few other things that I won't sort of dwell on too much, but. Um, it was, you know, the lack of um, other opportunities that I, I just thought, you know what, I'll go out and do this. I need to make something for myself. So um, I, I, I like the idea of it was a pretty major challenge for me and, and it still will be. So that that part I liked, that that's such a huge challenge. So, and, and everybody that has ever done it, um yeah so speaks so highly of the race and how it makes you feel and um even my daughter she works for across the other side of town and and the um her boss happens to be south african and as soon as she mentioned comrades he says oh oh you know he's all of a sudden interested and and um he's run it three times or something like that and yeah <laughs> it's, once you once you run comrades uh, it's in your blood i guess um, so yeah it's certainly exciting sandy planted the seed but it's i think i'm addicted now anyway so (laughs) so so, yeah it's just um i I never known a a right race to have so many people so excited about it for so long and you know I'm, i'm on the facebook group and and every every day people are saying things and of course, they're, they're not saying such good things at the moment, but <laughs> everybody's always saying something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait
0: till you it's land.
5: A, it's <laughs> like the, um, like you were saying earlier um, about um, our races throughout the year and everything, and to me, every race that I was going to run, I was going to run as a race, but it was all about building up for comrades, so... I, I, I didn't, I didn't really think that I'm going to burn myself out, but I, I, um, it was all sort of proving to yourself that you're capable of this and you'll be able to do it. So yeah.
0: No, I wouldn't second guess yourself on your capabilities. No, I think
5: Not at all. yeah, yeah, more <laughs> yeah, than capable, look, mate. A, a lot, a lot of people don't finish, and you you have to wonder why. So <laughs> 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 can't really ask them. You so, have
1: to believe you can. That's it. <laughs> the training, you you doing the training, then then you just need to believe, Darren. That's all. Yep.
5: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And and am oh, um, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the trip, yeah, uh, you know, on the journey, we're learning a lot of things, and and it's your mental state is huge to what yeah. you can do as well. You know? Yeah. You and and when you, you you prep your mind as much for the race as anything, and it's and your body will just take you there yeah and so, sure and, 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 and I suppose that's why people have boundaries of you know a, a time boundary
0: oh
5: yeah I they, they can't get past that until
0: yeah.
3: they do yeah yeah cool why not? Uh well for me growing up uh, I remember we used to 31st of May was comrades and we used to always sit in front of the TV and yet that's it the whole country shuts down so I remember always sitting down at Republic Day and watching it. And for yeah. me, the best and what got me fired up was, especially in the late 80s, watching King Bruce and Bob Dillamatt go head to head. And, you know, Bob oh. Dillamatt, I've been blessed to meet both both the two. And I asked them both the question. I said, because I asked Bob, I said, man, you gave everything you threw, the whole kitchen sink at this dude. And, and he says, yeah, he says, that's how good that dude was, you know. And the same thing with Bruce, he says he gave everything. And that's what he loved about Bob is that he was out there. Bob was out there to win. And remember, you know, Bob Dillamatt also ran sub-530. So, I mean, it's crazy. But just to see that duel that they had year after year, it was magic. That lit. I remember lighting up because I love a good fight. I love anything that's a challenge. Uh, And in as much... as, as I thought, nah, could I really do it? But I, there's a spark in me that said, nah, I'd like to have a crack at that because it's it's about the human spirit. And you can see, you know, everything's everyone's fighting on the day. But those two lit that in me. And, and like I said, I, I've been blessed enough to have, have met the two of them, got pictures with them, asked them those questions. And, uh, you know, obviously, um, having done two when I was younger, Uh, I said to uh, my wife when I eventually got married, I said to her, love, she said to me, what what would you like to do? And I said, love, uh, you know, one of my my, my bucket list things is to get a green number in Comrades. And um, this was a conversation we had almost 20 years ago. And um, I remember coming back. So I did two when I was younger and my first one was in 2013 and lining up on that start line in Durban. And gee, it was you know, at the at the start of it, when everyone sings, uh, you know, Shershelaja, sure, the anthem, everything, and looking up, and there were people around me all in tears, and I thought, my goodness, what's going on here? But you know, that's how they, that's how intense it was, and that just made me, you know, saying, so I got to get this screen number done, you know, and the same thing right up until last year on that start line, I'd always uh, get into it, and when you look around, there's people in tears, you know, because it means so mm. much. To everyone to get there and the fire is there and it's knowing not just you it's every every single person just getting to that start line uh it's such a special special moment and and like i said it uh, it doesn't matter where you're from who you are what shape you're in you're there and 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 that's what keeps like i'm excited just sitting yeah i really wish it was tomorrow comrades yes. but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah you know to answer that question those two gentlemen Fired that up in me. And like I said, you know, I've said thank you to both of them because uh, they were inspirational, you know, and uh, legends, as in every person who does comrades is a legend. Uh, But certainly those two uh, were kings of their time, real legends. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Oh, Jackie?
4: (laughs) Oh,
1: unlike, I suppose, Andy and Wayne, I never dreamt of running (laughs) comrades as a kid. Um I didn't know anyone who ran and we did grow up watching it on TV. Um, and I remember everyone wearing those Lumo poly shorts. Do you remember those? Yes. <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> yes. And my mum would cry when the, the runners wouldn't make the cut off and um, but it was I just remember it was on all day, so we'd be colouring in. Um I had a huge crush on Morton Harkett in those days and I'd be drawing like big bars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but um, it happened later in life when, in my late 30s when I started running and I, I recently joined a Greenstone Hill Running Club and there was a lot of talk around the 90th anniversary in 2015 and the medal was going to be bigger and it's um, it's an event not to be missed and you've just got to do it So I was only running halves at the time so so I just, I th- the seed was planted there um, and at my birthday party, after quite a few shooters, my friend and I decided, <laughs> right, we are going to run Comrades. So we toasted. And then I thought, shoot, now to convince Justin,
2: <laughs> my husband. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I managed to convince him. And then, um, yeah, ramped up the the case to, I ran Soweto Marathon as my second marathon. And that would have been, so the birthday party was August. And then Soweto was, was it November? Um, and then that was my quality. My, that got me a seed seeding for Comrades 2015.
3: Mm. And that's it.
0: Yeah. Nice. When did it click that you're good at this thing?
1: <laughs> good question. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I think when during my training, I'd, I'd, I was really good on heels. And um, we didn't have a lot of... Um, experienced comrades in our, because it was quite a new um, uh, club, but um, Edenvale had many uh, uh, green numbers and we'd sometimes join with them and they would often say, you know, like, what time are you going for? And it's really good. And and I think when I managed the 916 as my first one, everyone was saying, you know, as your first comrades, that's so good. And I, I just thought that's how it was, you know. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah
1: comrades does change it's one of the best things i've done for myself yes uh-huh.
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> well for me it it pretty much there's two better there's two days that trump the expo and comrades day for me growing up and now that's like your wedding and the birth of your child, right? But before that, they were the two best days of my life. Like that Christmas, yeah, Christmas was great, but <laughs> birthday. But for me, Christ, um, Christmas Day was like Comrades Day. I would live and breathe it. It was, I'd be up before my dad got up.
3: Oh. You know, he'd have
0: his um, honey on toast and banana. I'd cut a black bag because that's what people wore, like a black garbage bag. Uh-huh. And I was at the start, so I'd go every year. I think my his first comrades, I was two months old. Oh, so, oh wow! Yeah, so I was a two month old, and um, it was a down run. So apparently, like I was, we got taken there. Um, and then every year was just it wasn't even a negotiation. I was at the start. We would drive up, my uncle and I, and then we would follow down, and my mum would meet us along the way, and then we'd all jump in. Oh. Um, but it was just life. Like, I, to me, it was always going to be this thing that was happening in my life. Like, if we still live there now, I, there's no doubt I would have had a green number. Like, I know people say, oh, you would have been parting and whatever. But
3: I can tell you
0: from that day that I would have been allowed. It was happening. Um, like, I know my, my dad still teases me about how I used to wear his um, race vest and watch <laughs> playbacks of, like, on the VHS of Comrades because he'd record it because he was running, and during the school holidays, that's what I'd do every day. I'd wear his um, DAC vest and his shorts on, the poly shorts, and I'd be watching comrades every day, day in, day out. And it was just an obsession. I, people will say now, my running mates will say it still is, but, um, yeah, it was I just lived and breathed it, and I knew everything about it, who the top runners were. I'd go to the club three times a week, so I'd, he'd pick me up after work, Take me to the club for the time trials. Um, so Helen Luca was in his club. Yep. So we knew Helen like, and I only think about it now and go, geez, like I used to talk to this lady three times a week. Yeah, Marnie she's Kuhn won was pre- comrades. Yeah, yeah. Mani Kuhn was the president of the club, mm. and now you know what Mani Kuhn's story is, and you go, this guy won comrades, like, and you, <laughs> but you don't realise that until you're almost an adult. Because as a kid, yeah. you go, oh, yeah, like, you love comrades. This lady runs fast. But you don't actually understand how elite those people actually were in that era. Yes, yes. Like, that yep. was when runners ran, right? And they worked and mm. they slept to go. They went to the club time trials on a Tuesday, Thursday. Like, mm-hmm. we'd go watch Blanche Moila, Grace Diolavilla, banging it out on a Tuesday, Thursday night. Yeah, Like, that was normal. Whereas you come to, I suppose, Australia where, yeah, running – is popular but it's not like there like that was a culture and I remember we'd do the spa ladies race every year and we'd stand at the water tables because DAC ran the ladies race but that was normal so it was it's almost like it was life um so for me yeah going I was it was locked in um that I was always going to do comrades and kind of Life just got into a comfort zone and physically let myself go. But I was still playing like high level sport. And in 2014, we were sitting at my parents' house and I was like, right, five years, we're doing this. I'm going. And, you know, people, always you can tell people are like, oh, yeah, whatever, mate. Like you say this every year. <laughs> and literally the next day I went out for a job and I was like, right, this is how this is going to work. I researched the house down I mean, I contacted Digger. I was like, and they've just run Comrades at this time. So think about the next day, Digger getting an email from this bloke <laughs> saying, add me to the group, blah, blah, blah. And I got nothing back. But in my head, I'm like, oh, this is rubbish. Like, But then almost a month later, you go, hang on, mate, like this guy just ran Comrades. Who were you to expect for him to, the, his priority list to contact you the day after? <laughs> uh, um, and then... Yeah, 2016, I ran my first one. So within a year and a half, I ran my first half marathon ultra and comrades. Wow. Which, again, that's not how we <laughs> recommend doing this. Um, but I, this is one of those things that once you put your mind to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you you know, you could say do it in stages and take your first year and a bit to do a marathon and then do a couple of those. But you know, I was, once, I'm the type of person, once I put my head to something, I'm going to uncover every brick on how to get to that <laughs> thing, um, and good luck to you if you try and get in the way. So it's just, that's just, I think, how I've always been, it must be in my blood, because I think my parents are pretty much the same way, um, and they've always kind of said, like, if you want to do it, no one's ever going to be there to stop you. Like, you're your own speed hump, in a way. So mm-hmm. it just... Yeah, but I remember watching it in New Zealand on dial-up. And every time the phone would ring, it would cut out. So you would just <laughs> dial back into the Comrades website. And you go, oh. So, yeah, it was just one of those things that every year you – and I know there'd be tons, like thousands of people out there like this. but, um, And that's the one thing, I suppose, looking at the country, right? Like it's that one thing. And, Darren, you'll see this when you get there at the start of the week. You'll see the country will be so different to how it is uh-huh. on yeah. Comrade's Day. Like, there'll be things that you won't see happen even the week after that happen on that day. Doesn't matter who you are, what you do. Like, it's the only time of the year sometimes they, the verge collection is taken. Like, it's the country's just it flips. That's why I think even for this whole coronavirus comrades is going to be such a beacon of hope for people yes you know people have lost their jobs and that's also why comrades are keeping it there as a a beacon of light to keep people with Mm. something positive to look for because they could Mm. easily go oh you know what postpone now or cancel now and then what have people got you know they're going to go oh okay well now let's just go back to looking at all the negativity but I saw people doing a triathlon in their backyard yesterday. A guy <laughs> ran comrades last night in his backyard. Like I saw that. But that's all because this is a beacon of hope, right? Mm-hmm. To go, all right, we need to stay active. Right? Yeah. But it's been unreal. Like mean, there's no way I could run comrades in my backyard. But <laughs> for someone to actually do that is yeah. So
4: even I just wanna rewind one bit. I don't think you've given yourself any I don't think you've given yourself enough credit here, so I'm going to do it for you. I think you should let our listeners know just where you started and where when you ran comrades, and just um, what your body, how your body transformed. In that. Yeah.
0: So I I was I was pretty much sporty all my life, and I studied it, and that's the way I wanted my career to go, but I wasn't a true reflection of my like even my intellectual property, let's say. So I never felt comfortable in my industry. Um, And I think it was probably getting engaged was the thing was, you're going to get married in about a year's time, mate. Pull your head in. You want to look good. So I was like, right, we're going to go lose some weight. And I dropped, yeah, from 2014 to Comrades Race Day, 40 kilos. Whoa. 40. Yeah. Yeah,
1: That's just over what Um, I weigh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
0: so from then to now probably at even probably 45 kilos from then to now 45 50 so yeah it was it was a big change and obviously a real positive it's been a positive one career-wise too because now I actually can portray my expertise in a positive way mm-hmm. um, and it's helped my career but yeah there was some solid work that had to go into it. I think even, you know, in 2016, when we met Sandy, like I was in not comrade shape, you know, like I know Ant always says to me, he's always like, Oh geez, the day I saw you, I was like almost, Oh, thank God this, this guy is here. Like he's going to struggle, but like, <laughs> but we've like ridden it so well together. I was, I also thought he was 30 yeah. years old, but he was 47. Um, but yeah, so it's been pretty cool. Like, um, Runners World, I remember doing the Runners World article which was quite cool and you look back on it at random, you know, like you see a photo like Tanya will send me a photo and go, jeez like, bloody hell, you did well for yourself um, <laughs> yeah. but, yeah so
4: I'm always so proud of the t- the first day I saw you to what you are now um, I, I tell so many people your story and it's just quite unbelievable. So yeah, the listeners needed to hear that too.
0: Mm, that nah, is thinking. cool. Yeah. And like on there's heaps, like Ryan's the same, like um you know Ryan Shand. Jack, like he's I say he's lost what, like close to fifty, yeah. so close sixty kilos. Sure. Um like you know Brad Brown who does works with Lindsay Parry. Yeah. So I think, yeah, he's, I think he's lost about forty good. kilos. Um wow. yeah like it's I think it's just that vehicle, you know, where people who've had kids and want to go and start running and mm-hmm. um like you said sandy it kind of got you back in a positive mind frame. right and yeah. it's just what running like I've, it's been unreal yeah. seeing the amount of people running like this week i reckon there's been 10 new runners where i run
2: yeah like,
0: now i can you can tell they're brand new running because they're going <laughs> way too bloody hard and they, <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely <laughs> blow up as soon as you turn you can see them blow up and walk but You you know, like you almost congratulate them. Yeah. Because you're like, geez, you've all been there. You're going to learn how this thing works, and I hope to hell you stay with it. Yeah. Don't go home and go, oh, that was rubbish. I'm quitting. See you later. Like, turn up again tomorrow and keep turning up.
1: So rewarding. Mm.
0: And to have like, I had Sandy as my like mentor. Like, Sandy was going, um, what you're going for green, and I had. Anthony going for his 11th like they were my training partners you said like like, for me it was a jackpot
2: yeah
0: (laughs) I had these you know what I mean like I just turn up and I had these two people on either side of me
2: and that's who I
0: learned off like that was it's almost like I won out of the whole relationship and they're my sounding board like if I throw things at them they throw it back and The two of them would argue, and then I learned from that. Yeah, and
4: I didn't always agree on how much running you should do. Yeah. And Erwin was like, oh, my God, these two people are directing me, and they can't even agree.
0: It's like having two consultants, but they come from different firms. (laughs) uh,
3: Yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah, Well, Erwin, you know where I – because I met Erwin last year for the first time, just over a year ago, and I said, man, I said – I've seen this dude somewhere, but I, I didn't know where. And I couldn't put, put, you know, just couldn't put the, my finger on it. I'm saying, where have I seen him? But I, I don't know where I'd seen him before. So I said, no, nah, obviously I haven't grown up with him. I haven't seen him anywhere such. And I, I sort of put it in the back of my head. And then a good friend of mine, had a he had a Runnerswell. There's a magazine. He picked it up. <laughs> and he says, oh, I'm reading about this dude. And I look, I said, that's Irwin, man. And there's a picture of him in there. And it's a big thing promoting, you know, just, you know, healthy lifestyle, healthy body. And there's a picture of him, the older one, and it's it had the thing saying I ran off 38 or 40 kilos or whatever. And a new one of him, I said, that's where the dude, that's where I seen him. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know which runner's world that was in, but like I said, um, yeah, that's where I'd seen that picture. And I would wondered, my word, that's not the same dude. It's <laughs> pretty cool when
0: you bump into people you haven't seen for years. Like and they, like, just look at you from a long distance and it's also good when you want to avoid you go, oh, no, it's not me. It's not that person, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, no, it's been good fun. The other photo of, on that magazine was in Thailand, Wayne. So, oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, But, no, it's been good fun and, you know, the people you meet are unreal. Like, meeting Sandy yeah. and Ant, like, who you'd never have met before. Like, there's no way in your worlds you would have clashed and... For me Saturdays were about having a great time going to the club like in the sports club and that was it like yeah. whereas now you're waking up at 4:30 in the morning and so <laughs> nothing and I but think positive.
4: The as well and um, the consistency that we've all spoken about through all these Certain way new especially is just the consistency the consistency, and that, that's exactly what Irwin gave right from the beginning and for any new runners out there it's not easy for the first two or three weeks every single run you do will be a slog um, uh-huh. but if you just keep consistently going out there and feeling bad for those two or three weeks eventually it just turns a corner and then you go like okay this isn't so bad it's actually quite nice and all right, let me try that again because I felt quite good when I did it at that time. So for new runners, I think it, that, that tipping point where you actually go from just struggling every run to actually being able to get out there and do a 10K and enjoy it um, and get that good rush of feelings afterwards yeah. is, is, is such, a, such an important thing to know as a new runner is just to push through that boundary. Um, and that yeah. race,
1: that first race, when you finish it and you get your medal, like that is just the best feeling.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and don't like don't be scared of being chewed up and spat out. Like mm-hmm. I think you know you go into your foot. My first marathon was six hours. Yeah, like gosh. and that's because I was so arrogant about it. I was just beyond ridiculous how arrogant. And my dad, I knew that he knew that this thing was going to spit me out. Like <laughs> you know he he never didn't say anything about it. He wanted me to learn the hard <laughs> way. Like you, looking back on it now. I'm actually glad that he didn't hammer me with advice and do all that kind of stuff mm. because it's almost like he knew that it had to level me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. if you're going to be out there for six hours, be out there. Who cares? Like, Because yeah. you can always look back and go, oh, geez, remember that first one where okay. just the bloke oh. in his army gear was behind you? Like, <laughs> that's, that literally, that's what you can remember. Um, yeah, so I think don't be scared to be spat out. Like Wayne, you'd get spat out now, still, right? Like there'd be times yeah. when,
3: it, yeah, <laughs> it's the the marathon is a great leveler, and and that's why I said I don't care who you are, what your plans are, because so much so much can happen. And and um, you know I've been blessed to have run quite a few marathons and ultra marathons, but each one I run, I'm still learning, Owen. I'm still mm. learning because um, you know it, the moment you turn up even even slightly arrogant it's going to it's going to chew you up and spit you out and that's why i have the utmost of respect uh, for each race I, i'm nervous every time uh, not not in a bad way i'm just i just have still an element of nervousness on the start line They're always there uh, just hoping that everything you know comes together so um yeah certainly you you've got to keep that, that 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 mutual respect there for the race um, and there's so much you can learn from it, you know. You know, you we speak about comrades and and obviously what lights your fire. And I, I always said it. I said, had I not run comrades, um, looking at my life now in the last 25 years or so, um, it definitely shaped the way I, I lived out the rest of my life. Because if you can, you know, and I believe it, uh, you know, doing a marathon to, is, is, it takes a special character. Not many people can do a marathon, and to be able to go above and beyond that and, and do an ultra and more like Comrades, uh, I tell you what, uh, once you've done Comrades, um, the world's your oyster, you can certainly take on a lot more confidently. Um, it just it gives you a, a newfound confidence as such.
0: Well, I'm going to call that Wayne's wisdom for the week because <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you after this for your wisdom, but I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, crew. Okay. I think we're good. Champion. Uh, catch up again. Have a good week. Lovely. Will do.
2: Cheers, everybody.